podcast. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Well, this is episode one of Three Peas in a Podcast. Uh, today's episode is going to be called Meet the Peas. You got myself, Justin Arsini, along with Austin and Tyler Daniels. You guys want to say hi? What's going on, guys? I'm Tyler. Uh, my twin over here is going to be Austin. You can say hi, buddy. Hey, thanks for introducing me. <laughs> I'm Austin. How you guys doing? And today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, stocks and kind of, you know, us as amateur traders and what we, th- you know, some stocks we have our eyes on and what we think uh, might be uh, important to uh, emphasize amateur. Yes. So, uh, out of the three of us, who do you think has the most experience or time buying stocks? Probably Justin, I would say. Right? I mean, I was the one that got yeah, you guys into well, it. Well, Austin got me into stocks because... And I got Austin into stocks. Right. So, do you want to tell us about how you got into... Stocks or you actually, I will tell you about how I got into stocks. So, back in freshman year uh, of high school, um, there was the stock market game, and it, we ended up doing it through DECA, which is a business uh, organization, and um, in high school where kids compete for different uh, skill sets. But anyways, one of the things was a stock market game, um, and that was really the first time I ever explored it. In the stock market game, one of the, the, the things you have to do is they give you a hundred thousand dollars of fake money, right? Yeah. Um, and then you invest it in different companies, and whoever wins nationally gets to compete national DECA or international DECA. I, I, what was it called? IDC? IDC, the International DECA, DECA Conference. Was ICDC? ICDC, that's what it was. ICDC, yeah, yeah, yeah an international DECA. Yeah. We can talk about our time at DECA, too. That was a great time the three of us had together there. It was. really helped us get our entrepreneurial... Uh, yeah, we'll get into DECA in a later episode. Yeah. So, anyways... Uh, we had to invest uh, in stocks, and that was the first time I ever like thought about buying stocks or anything like that. Um, one of the companies that I actually – this was back in 2011, 2012. One of the stocks that I, I looked at and actually bought a lot of shares of was this company not very well known uh, called Tesla that makes electrical uh, vehicles, as we all know. Um, and that's, how I, well known so that's what, how I kind of fell in love with the whole Elon brand too. But um, What year did you buy your first Tesla stock? Do you remember? Uh, 2016, maybe. And what was it at? Do you remember? $200 a share. <laughs> and you Before bought, the stock split. You bought how many? Five or six shares. Do you still have those five or six shares? Uh, I do not. Oof. What happened? Bait them. Uh, well, I uh, I mean, honestly, though, like that's the thing, especially now with the whole like Robin Hood. Um, and I mean, I can't really speak too negatively on it because I am one of those amateur Robinhood traders, but everything's just super overvalued. So I came to a point where even before the stock split, I forget what it was at, still made out pretty well. I doubled my money from $200 a share to $400 a share. Um, And I'm like, you know what? They're not making that many cars. They have production problems. If you look at customers that have Teslas, like body panels, like body gaps, like they still have quality issues. They keep pushing back these, uh, new delivery dates for their vehicles like the Cybertruck and even back then uh, a couple years ago was the Model Y that they're having issues with um so I'm like I don't really think that they're gonna shoot up or if they are they're gonna take a deep plunge and I'm like I don't want to be greedy I doubled my money I can invest it into something else and that's it right there you doubled your money and you got out and with young traders like ourselves amateur traders is we don't know where to get out when to get out and Mm -hmm. a lot of traders as soon as they see red they get out and what's good on you is you doubled your money. And yeah, you could have quadrupled your money, maybe even more, but you doubled your money and got out. 
Yeah, and I feel like that's the hardest part, though. So, like, and that's the way to get out. If everybody knows when to get out, then it's not really. Then it's not a gamble. It, well, pretty much. It's a trick um, of the trade. But yeah. I mean, the thing is that it, like terrifies me, especially over the last year, is when the market takes a dive, a lot of people are get caught with their pants down because you know Dave Portnoy. Yeah, stocks only go up, so everybody's buying in, but super uneducated, right. absolutely no, you know, TikTok risky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the second it drops, they sell. Yep. And that's oh, what the stock guys. market does. It will go down, but it always comes back up. It's like Not a always, closer. but it does. It does come back I up. I mean, later. in the long run, it absolutely does. I mean, even with the Great Recession, um, I mean, back in, like right now I'm looking at it, August of, uh, August, uh, September of uh, 2007, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was around 14,000. Um it dipped down to a low of 8,000, but then ultimately uh, it rebounded to about 14,000 around September uh, 2013. So, I mean, you know what? Yeah, those couple of years, low between 2007 and 2013, almost six, seven years, um, your returns weren't as high. But ultimately, over time, you know, you do get that increase. And that was kind of, you know, one of those circumstances where they we haven't had a recession that bad since the Great Depression. So all that growth for all those years, uh, it's still better than putting your money in the bank. Right. Sure is. So uh, you guys got a watch list going? Or I know you do. want to talk about? I know you do. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I'll take it away. Um, I can start off on a couple that I've been keeping my eye on. Um, so one of the first ones um, that I can at least think of is uh, kind of the first one everybody kind of knows about right now is CCIV, and that's the uh, SPAC, S-P-A-C, um, that Lucid Motors is going to merge with. Um, there was speculation that they were going to merge with Lucid Motors, who's another EV company that um, has, you know, millions, billions of dollars of backing um, to kind of compete with Tesla. And they are, you know, for all intents and purposes, from all the reports and everything, they are kind of second to Tesla right now as far as um, the EV market. And You got someone second to Tesla. This guy over here thinks someone else is second to Tesla. So uh, I do have Churchill Capital on my watch list, thanks to you. I've been watching them for a few weeks now. Um, and we are, we're heavy into the EV sector on this podcast. I know I am for sure. Um, where life's going to go. It is where life's trending right Even now. Even look at like GM and, uh, you know, it was a GM and Ford, like by 2035, so, no uh, more. Uh, my my number one on my watch list, I was just going to bring it up, Ford, mm-hmm. Ford Motor. Uh, they're planning to go EV. I saw something about Chevy's planning to go EV, but I think Ford is one to watch for sure. Um, and they're trending towards the EV sector. Uh, I think something about their Mustang. Their, their next Mustang model is going to be an EV model. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now the stock's sitting at 1170. That's what it closed at on on Friday. Um, and looking at the at the chart, at the five year charts, it's pretty much sat around 14. Dipped dipped pretty heavily in 2020, probably due to the virus, I assume. Dipped from looks like around nine down to five dollars, and it's climbing up right now. But I think right now is a good Spot to get in Ford and uh, see where it goes in the next probably five years, especially with this new administration pushing for the electrical vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah, American Made is definitely going to have a better advantage um, with this new 
new administration for sure. sure it is. Uh, but yeah, it was something you mentioned that that's what I was gonna bring up just now. It's Ford. Uh, thought you got anything on your radar for us to talk about? Uh, I was actually just trying to find an article right here about everything going green. <clears throat> I read an article not too long about in, uh, airlines trying to head that way. Mm-hmm. Um, can't find it now, of course. But it's just everything. Buses, airlines, just everything's going to be going EV soon. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, a stock I have on the rise here. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. It's called Castor Maritime. Uh trade CTRM and it's a dry bulk shipping company it was founded in 2017 so it's a fairly new company but I uh, started looking into it once uh, the new presidential the new president kind of take got was taken over because he likes to trade internationally um, so this is a company out of Cyprus it's 52 week high was two dollars and sixty cents it's sitting at about a dollar right now I believe um, it's dipped a little bit but it's like I said, fairly new company and founded in 2017. Its fleet is made up of six ships right now. Yeah, so I'm looking at that right now, and uh, it, yeah, it had it stayed it stayed under a dollar up until January of this year. Right, it looks like so. Do you know where their focus is? Is it like the Mediterranean? Like, I'm not sure where their focus is. I know they're at their corporate offices are out of Cyprus, um, but they have six ships in their fleet. Magic P, Magic Sun, Magic Moon, Magic Rainbow, Magic Horizon, and Magic Nova. Bunch <laughs> of <laughs> magicians. <laughs> so the stock is magic, boys. Okay. Now their boats vary. Um, magic P was built in 2014. The Sun in 01, the Moon in 05, the Rainbow in 07. Horizon and Nova were both built in 2010, which are two fairly new boats. So, with that being said. I'll tell you, that, that swings us right into our next... Uh, conversation or topic we want to talk about is, is risks stocks that we're looking into i would just really hope they stay afloat dollar, right, right yeah. yeah definitely it's a big time risk stock that we hope stays afloat but uh yeah sitting at a dollar it's a considered penny stock right um i think that yeah. would be a definitely a good risk stock to keep your eye on and would fall under that risk factor the only uh, what what is it you have to sustain five dollars to Become, become not a penny stock anymore. Oh. Or something like that. Like, something like that. Yeah. For amateur. Yeah, yeah, amateur. Big time amateur. Cut that out. But um, do we want to get into crypto? Well, I have your favorite written down here, yeah, yeah. so we can certainly talk about that. We're talking about risky stocks, so it's the biggest of risk. It's the joke of the stock market, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think game stock might be, but true. <sighs> Well, Not necessarily the, the jokes, the yeah, jokes there. Right, true. But let's go ahead and talk about Doge. Talk about it, yeah. Talk about Doge, yeah. So, um, look, I don't know a lot about it. I've tried researching up and down. All I know is cryptocurrency is going to be the next currency. Why? Because tell me why? Just tell me why. It's going to be the next currency, but it already is a currency, right? Well, he means like the, the next, next US global currency. currency. Global. Okay, gotcha. Good. Okay, so. Monies that we have now are not going to be a thing. So currencies we have now, yeah. Yep, <laughs> it's going to be all crypto current that is on the in the cloud here. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have. You'll have like a wallet, sure, but you're not going to keep money in it. I agree. I agree that uh, like paper and coins may 
might uh, disappear, but I don't think the U.S. dollar will ever disappear. I think it'll all no. be it'll all be electronic. But even I now, like who who even accepts Bitcoin? Even when it was like closer to do- denomination of our uh, dollar, car dealership out in I think Montana that's trying to accept how it. how can you even accept it? I'm not sure. Look into it. That's what I'm asking you. You you think it's going to be the next <laughs> next currency? Yeah. But like uh, one Bitcoin is worth forty six thousand dollars. So if you buy a sixteen thousand dollar car, what do you give them three thirds of a Bitcoin? How do you do that? Yeah, but you don't have Bitcoin. At, you can trade Bitcoin in whatever. Like you can trade half a Bitcoin. You know. I, I don't know. I mean, in, in Robinhood you can, but that's just you're you're buying and, and selling as a stock, and they're pretty much dollar. Yeah. You say places accept Bitcoin half half. Because I thought like. It just seems more of an exchange thing, like stocks. They they go to an exchange, and you can buy and sell from that exchange. That's kind of how I feel like. I truly don't know Bitcoin enough about is. crypto, and I mean, but that's the thing. And ultimately, when it comes down to like crypto and like why, like you know, I bought into Doge and, and sold was because, you know, at the end of the day, will a stock tank fifty, a hundred percent in a day? No. It won't do that. You know, it's not like you're just it's going to evaporate unless they go bankrupt, I guess. But even then, like, Hertz is still around, right? About that. Yeah. yeah. And you were kind of like, no, like, it's going to be a risky, risky <clears throat> uh, investment. But Bitcoin, Doge, like, it can literally tank. Like, you can have, you know, put 600 bucks in before you know it, you're down to 300, 200 in just like a couple hours. Yeah. Whereas stocks, it's probably not going to happen. A lot happen. more risky. It is. And that's but, why it falls under the risk stocks. Yeah, but again, you know, if I bought a Bitcoin, July twenty second of twenty sixteen, it was six hundred and sixty three dollars, and now I'd have fifty grand in my pocket. Mm-hmm. If I put in twelve hundred bucks, I'd have a hundred grand in my pocket. So, you know, risk versus reward. Ultimately, yep. it's all about the risk. Um, well, personally, I'd rather do my research on my stocks. And we're we're young, you know, we're all twenty, we're we're all twenty three now, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. twenty four. Yeah, so we're all pretty young to put our money in. To a stock or a couple stocks, and just let it, let it sit, let it sit, and let it grow. That's why I do stocks. I'm not. I don't really dabble into the options. I know you've done that. Um, tried to do a couple options, and I don't. But but even then, like sometimes it's worked out for you. Sometimes it hasn't. But I don't. Again, I don't un- understand enough about it. That's why I just buy shares and hold. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like doing a, a what is it call option when you think it's going to go higher, like that kind of makes sense to me. Where all right, I want to buy. X amount of, you know, let's say I want to buy 100 shares of Videx at $5 a share. So when they're up to 550 then it's lucrative. I can either exercise or sell my options to buy that. You can purchase Bitcoin in whatever fraction or whole amounts you choose. How? Oh. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know. I, I just don't think, you know, like even if uh, um, if we look it up, the, the number of uh, percent of transaction, um of currency in the U.S., I'm still pretty sure cash is still king in the U.S. I know in Europe they're very heavy on electronic payments, mm-hmm. but in the U.S., especially think about it, like down south, they, everybody still has yeah. wads of cash, and they'd rather pay for yeah. cash. Like we still haven't even adopted credit cards fully, or as much as our European counterparts. So I really don't think Bitcoin is going to be a complete replacement of our our currency. We'll see. Um, I'm reading here, and it's, it seems as though it's kind of complicated transferring from. Well, I mean, you don't even understand it. And I don't. You're the one that you know, like. I, but I believe uh, that it will be 
something strong. In the but future. you don't even understand what it is. No, I, mean, I know, but I still believe there'll be something strong. In the, the thing future. with oh, yeah, it will off, absolutely. Yeah, just I based think. off of the way Bitcoin's gone from back when I was in high school, first hearing about it, and now where it is now, I don't need to know much about it. I just you know it's so. Up some, you want to talk about the future, uh, Justin? You you have a stock that. <laughs> Not yet. Not, oh, yet. not yet. All right, we're holding that one for later. Yeah, yeah we're okay. holding, that one. The bomb holding that one for later. You already mentioned it a little bit, but uh, we're going to hold off for later. But we're talking about the future, and uh, you want to talk about space? I have a lot of space to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I want to do here about this. So uh, I've had shares of Virgin Galactic Space pretty much since the day that they uh, they uh, came Went out. public. Since, yeah, since they... Uh, went public so let me see okay when did they go public how long ago 2019 i want to say 2019 2020 so it's not like you say uh it's spc virgin galactic holdings uh but it's technically virgin galactic space so i think yeah october 25th spce correct spce yes that's right this is a very interesting stock folks so what their whole mission is is that they are going to send uh it's going to be a space tourism basically so what they want to do is they want to send people into low earth orbit um to kind of get that that feel of weightlessness it's um uh, trading sorry it's trading at 3732 right now it was at so when i told you guys to try to think about buying in like the first shares that i bought i'm pretty sure i bought it at Twenty dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say it was around twenty six so, when you. And now it's at forty. It was up to to fifty four dollars. Yeah, right. But now it took a plunge because of. So, the biggest Stock issue that they have. Right now. Well, that. But they actually this week, along with the downturn that we've had and the volatility in the last couple of days, um, the one issue is that Virgin Galactic Space has been doing this for. I want to say at least 10 to 15 years. They've been trying to do this. They have the spaceport out in, I think, New Mexico that the government paid for, which is, that's a whole other thing that just boggles my mind. But they've been trying to get to space for so long with their, um, pretty much their their rockets and all their different methods. Um, I'm pretty sure a couple of years ago, like one of their pilots died on a test mission, which definitely is not great. Um, and they pushed back um, their their like flight because they had some issues uh the last couple of months they ended up pushing it back again to 2022 and it's been pushed back i'm pretty sure since 2019 2020 and i'm pretty sure they keep Three pushing times. it back well when you're sending so, people to space you want to be right yeah for sure and i'm pretty sure one of the, the first people that's going to fly on the first one is richard branson um you know uh, from the virgin group right um and and you know hopefully you know put your money where your mouth is kind of thing but right. uh and so for people who don't know, know richard branson is he's one of the founders of the Virgin, Virgin Group, Virgin. yeah, and all those Virgin, so, you know, everything, basically. What, uh, did they have some news in January or something? Because it looks like they spiked up at the end of January, like, a considerable amount. Well, I think it was basically, uh, the whole... It's a new administration. Well, I don't think it's even that. It's just the whole, uh... Whole stock market. They thought people were, uh, they were to do better, and that they were going to stick to their schedule of going to space and then right. to find out they had some setbacks and they pushed back one of their launches because they were supposed to have a launch. Um, it was supposed to be the thing at the end of January, beginning of February, and they ended up pushing it back to June. So then that pushes back the whole commercial starting to, to pay uh, or to accept uh, revenue passengers, people paying to 2022. That's what I'm going to ask you. You know how much a ticket's going for? <laughs> 
$250,000. That's like, I think it's starting at $250,000. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, once they start flying to space, you can they have 600 people. people that have already signed up. Celebrities. That's so. it. I'm pretty sure it's even more than that. And I, this is rumors Bill this Gates is actually one of them, too. This is from July 20th of 2020. So it could be, have gone up. But I think Justin Bieber is one of them, too. Like at $250,000 yeah, and 600 people, that's, can afford it. That's pretty good. Yeah. And. It, there's definitely interest there. Um, that's why I think, like, the potential for them, like, they could be, you know, a couple hundred dollars a share in maybe five, ten years from now. I mean, I did buy more at $40 a share when they were going up. Um, so, I mean, you know, down a couple bucks on that. Um, but honestly, I, I really think that that's going to be um, a hot stock. Maybe not short term, but yeah, I certainly think long term, even within the next future. couple of years. Here's a question for you. For me, really, uh, say so you have a couple hundred dollars to put into some stocks. Should I do it now? Should I wait? What do you? What's going for on? For a space? Time? Yeah, I think so. Now, I mean, so the only thing is they just had their earnings report too, which I believe they came in. Uh, Those are quarterly, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> dude, I just bought my first stock in January, so. I'm, very new to this. Yeah, so um, I know their earnings was was not great. I'm pretty sure they met their expectations, um, and at least they because they they usually underperform. The last pretty much year, they underperformed every single time. Um, so I mean, I don't know how much more they're going to dive, especially with with the the stocks and the economy right now, kind of everything being super inflated. Um, but honestly. I think that's a stock. Yeah, you know what? You might lose maybe 15, 20 percent in the next few months, but in the next year, even five years, I think right. they would, you know, as soon as they get to space, as soon as they can uh, do I mean, that. if they can breach space and start bringing people, that's an endless, that's yeah. the ceiling is as high as you want it to be. And I mean, I don't know, because you look at Elon Musk There's and what he's been able to space. do. Well, there you go. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> um, another one I've been keeping my eye on while we're on the space and like rocket uh, subject is, uh, I say, Holicity. Um, it's uh, traded at HOL. Um, so that's another one of those SBAC um, blank check companies that they're going to merge with um, HOL. You said HOL. They're, yeah, they're going to merge with another uh, company. I forget the name off the top of my head. I only put a couple bucks in, in, in this company, but the company they're going to merge it with to become public, um, I believe they're based out of Washington. Their whole mission is um, flying smaller rockets more frequently to space. Okay. Um, so rather than like SpaceX, they have the big rockets and they can reuse them. This company wants to use smaller rockets cheaper for smaller payloads. And, exactly. Like yep. Um, so that's, that's one that I have a couple bucks in right now. But again, you know, with the whole SBAC thing, you know, you, you don't really know until it's, it's announced officially. I believe they announced it officially. Um, cause you don't want to end up like in a CCIV situation where everybody goes, buys in speculation, shoots up to $60, um, uh, share and then since everything's kind of worked ahead of time it was $15 a share is what they actually went public at so then that whole thing devalued same thing with Jivo like you know Jivo yeah, um, you know they uh, sold more common stock at like $8 a share everybody you know was buying in it was at $15 a share and it just devalued it because now they sold shares at such a lower value than what it actually is trading for on the market right now so that, you know get those fluctuations but yeah 
yeah, so I think that's definitely one to, to take a look at. Um, oh, Astra, uh, Hollow City. So it is public. Um, Astra has become the first publicly traded space launch company on NASDAQ via merger with uh, Hollow City. Um, their website is garbage, though. Holy crap. Well, that's good. Or Astra? Or... Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah. this is brutal. It's like there's no margins, no padding or anything. It's like just text on a <laughs> freaking page. Just, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that makes me a little bit more worried because if they cannot make a website, then you mm. should, maybe you shouldn't be building rockets. Yeah. Well, I mean, just get a freaking high school. But, uh, yeah, so those are the space stocks that I've been keeping right. my eyes on at least. <laughs> So um, what did you think was on this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just dog. Astra? Oh, well, that's a cool website. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the one I was looking at. <laughs> this is just astra.com, A-S-T-R-A.com. And it says, hello, now. Oh, I was at Hollow uh, City. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's why. Check them out. Yeah, well, they just look like a... Uh, Astra's pretty good. Blank check company, but blank check, blank website, you know, pretty much. So they're a blank check company, so, and they're merging with a rocket. Yeah, because that's kind of the rage now is like the SBAC mergers. So rather than like doing an IPO for my company, I merge with a company that is already public. Oh god, yeah, I really don't know what the benefits are. <laughs> I haven't looked into it that much, but <laughs> I'm trying to think who else did. Lucid Motors doing it with CCIV with Churchill. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, that was a nice. bunch. Um, alrighty, so I guess swinging to the last topic of the day. If uh, Ty, if you had a thousand dollars, where would where would you put it? I'm gonna part. put it in a company called Zoom Zoomedica. Yeah, you've been you've been talking about this one a lot. Yeah, so let me tell you about this stock here. What you guys tell us what your companies will be. Well, I'm saving mine for last. Yeah, I'm saving it. okay. I don't know if Justin wants to. Uh, he probably that was probably your first spiel day for my stuff. So another one too, like a, a, a honorable mention, <laughs> I guess, um, would be uh, Delic Logistics, um, DKL. So this company is an oil logistics company, and they I believe they do more software, um, and they also do like actual. Um, uh, well, they do logistics basically for oil. So back when everything kind of tanked in in April March. Um, they were going, well, I guess I should say back in January of last year, they're around $31 a share. Um, at the low in, in March, they're around seven, $8 a share. So I ended up jumping on the train, um, back around $20 a share, figuring they do logistics. Their earnings came in better than ever because the whole oil supply and like all that, um, they, the, the stock, the oil prices doesn't do anything to them because they're logistics. So they need to store oil. So they're still making money. Whether you're storing oil, people needed to store oil because of the volatility in the prices, so uh, they made out very well. But the reason why I want to mention them, um, because right now they're around $36 a share, is uh, for dividends. Because I own, let me see, so I bought it at $20 a share, uh, I only bought 50 shares, um, so I have 54 or 50 shares currently. Uh, the dividends from last, from last quarter was $48, so that was almost a dollar a share. Um, and I've, since I've had them, I've gotten paid $45 almost every single quarter, a dollar a share. I only had 50 shares. Right. So, I mean, you know, even if I, I've been reluctant on selling them because of the dividends. Cause I mean, I've already made $150 basically in the last under a year, honestly. There you go. Um, so green is good. Yeah. 
Well, it's just one thing that, you know, some, some companies pay more dividends for. So, and it's definitely worth it because, you know, it, just having a couple of shares in that company and getting the dividends is better than what I've been making in my entire savings account from my bank. So, <laughs> do you have your, uh, you ready, Ty? Pick of the day. Yeah, so it's going to be Zumatica, and it's um, it's an advancing point of care in diagnostics and uh, veterinary medicine. Um, so it's sharing at right now. It's, it's sharing, sharing at it's trading. Trading at I'm sorry, like I said, amateur trading at one ninety nine. So like two dollars right now. Um, when I started looking into it. It was at one ten. It's gone up a little bit. Now, they have this thing called Truforma, T-R-U-F-O-R-M-A. It's this uh, little portable rig that does testing. On what? Like, like a little portable, uh, <laughs> portable rig. 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 Okay. <laughs> that does testing that on site um, of, at vet uh, animal hospitals and stuff. So, they're trying to take off on... It's just something you should look into, and if I had $1,000, that's what I would put into it, and uh, I'm going to put some dollars into it, actually, this coming week. All right. Cool. And then, I guess, uh, to bring it home, Austin, with your baby. So, yeah. Who's here this one? Yeah, the one that we've been waiting to talk about, IDenomics, uh, ticker symbol IDEX. I'm, there's just, there's hype about it right now. Um, it's a hot stock, another EV stock. And uh, it just has me really excited for what it's got planned for the future. And what does it have planned for the future? A lot. It's got a lot planned. Uh, so their MEG division is pretty exciting. What that does is it pretty much, it's like a car, well, sorry. Uh, just to go back to my last thing, uh, I'm saying Zoomedica and Zoomdika. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Zoomdika, not Zoomedica. <laughs> okay. So... so where was I? I Yeah, so their MEG division uh, basically sells uh, electric vehicle cars or uh, their tree electric um, subsidiary. Well, it's not a subsidiary, but they own. Subsidiary? Yeah. Uh, they own a stake in this company called Tree Electric, which is a Malaysian uh, electric uh, moped company. Well, so over there. Mopeds are huge. That's how people get around. Um, so they're in Malaysia right now, but they are looking to expand. That's one of the exciting things about Ideonomics. The next really exciting thing is the wave accusation accusation they had. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So they purchased a company called Wave, which is a uh, it's like a, it's a charger for wireless advanced vehicle electrification. Yeah. So it's a charger that goes into the ground and can charge uh, cars, buses, pretty much anything um, without a cord. Oh, yeah. Didn't they do this wireless. in like uh, Atlanta or something like that, uh, I think? Or was that I know Tampa. Did they really? Yep. Tampa has Wave with all their um, buses. But the DC Motor Works is hopefully soon out. The CEO of Ideonomics will announce what they have for that, but they plan on having at least seven different types of vehicles, one definitely being a city bus, transit-type bus, which will be equipped with the WAVE technology. Um, another one will probably be a school bus, which will be equipped with the WAVE technology, and then a few ride-sharing vehicles, and obviously the moped. 
Um, they also have stake in a company called um, Solotrack, which is an electrical uh, tractor company. Um, I don't know too much about that. I know that they have a little bit of stake in that, but um, electric tractor is kind of interesting. Hmm. I don't know where that will go, but I think the Wave and Medici Motor Works will have the highest potential to bring the stock to who knows neo numbers at least yeah hopefully tesla numbers but it's been a ride for me so far yeah i mean looking at for sure their financials uh i mean the one thing that i just noticed is looking at their income statement compared from 2019 to 2018 uh their total revenue was down in 2018 it was at 377 million dollars and uh, December 31st of 2019 was only $44 million. So that's kind of yeah, um, definitely a big... It's a red flag. Yeah, decrease. <laughs> sure. but, uh, but what year was this? 2018-2019, it went, it went down almost. Which, you know, I'm not sure where... I mean, maybe it was just a was. cash burn kind of thing. Still in the... Now, I... I may be wrong on this, but Ideonomics is kind of a transitioning company around that time. It might have been transitioning. Yeah, it had transitioned before in the past. It hasn't always been under. So it was initially under Bruno Wu, a Chinese, excuse me, Chinese executive, and recently uh, Alfpor transitioned um, into the CEO position. Boy, Alf, I love Alf. Alfpor oh, will not be poor. Right, that's right. I think it's rich. Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure when they transitioned into the EV space. I know it's. Yeah, pretty it could have been during them. their acquisitions and stuff too. Yeah, no, it's pretty new for them. And uh, they did have recently. They had a big uh, dilution in the stock shares, but uh, there's rumor that that was just to purchase these companies that they recently purchased. Yeah. So they had. I mean, the good news is, at least, is that, like, their their total assets have increased by, like, almost $30 million, it seems like, over the last year. Um, So, like, with that uh, revenue loss, could be a positive as they're putting money back into the business and investing in more things like uh, the buses, um, stuff like that. Because we do know, what do they, uh, they might be have a connection to California, we're thinking? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that stuff. But even so, Wave has purchased some uh, buses under the IDEC. The Wave technology is is currently being used in the United States in transit buses. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's a big big market, too. Because, I mean, I feel like a, lot, like a lot of the those uh, you know, municipalities or whoever runs the different uh, ones. And I know, like, down in Florida especially, too. Like, they were the first ones to jump on the hybrid train. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's like even if they still have like a combustion engine, um, at least even the wave I'm sure could help with uh, offsetting. You know what they have for now with their current uh, hybrid fleets. So I feel like that'd be an easier deployment than like right. full fledged like EV uh, vehicles. But yeah, and California is looking to go fully EV, but obviously I think that'll start at the commercial level because they're easier to regulate than right. the passenger car. Regulate in bulk. And if the Medici Motor Works can come out with a 
like a big rig, like tractor trailer type rig, then game over. That would be that. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of uh, a lot of work to be done. I think on that front, though, because energy density is going to be and, like that's the biggest thing people don't realize is the energy density of uh, of you know the electric batteries versus you know combustion engines and gasoline is not really close at all. Yeah. Uh, well, so I guess that was a good first episode. Wrap it up. Yeah. So, uh, any closing remarks or any last minute? Uh... No, just don't forget to eat your peas. Yep. Well, you heard it here, folks. These are our stock tips. Um, I'm Justin Rossini. Tyler Daniels. Austin Daniels signing off. And hey, have a good night. Have a good night, America. <laughs> and, Thailand. <laughs> and Thailand is.